You're listening to the Quality of Love Podcast. Your home for all things love, relationship, and mental health. Hosted by nationally certified life and relationship coach, Tyrone Dixon. Sit back, relax, and get tips on creating the life you deserve without wasting any more time. Welcome to the Quality of Love podcast. I am your host, Tyrone Dixon, nationally certified life and relationship coach, husband, father to two beautiful princesses, and CEO and founder of A Rose Through Concrete Consulting. Thank you guys for taking out the time to listen in with us tonight. We really appreciate it. Tonight, we got another love nugget for you guys. This one is called The Seven Reasons Why Your Partner Isn't Hearing You during conversation. I've mentioned this in previous episodes, but I've been guilty of not being fully attentive to my partner when they were speaking, and that caused a lot of friction in terms of our communication. So if you don't want to be like me and you want to listen so you really hear what your partner is saying, make sure you're not doing the following things. Number one, being a mind reader. So when your partner is engaging and trying to talk to you, if you find yourself thinking, okay, I hear what they're saying, but what are what are they really thinking? What are they really feeling? Then there's a pretty good chance that you're trying to be a mind reader. And what your partner needs from you at that moment is to be fully present and attentive to what they're saying. The second thing you don't want to be in terms of conversation with your partner is a rehearser. So as your partner's talking and expressing themselves and expressing how they feel in the back of your mind, you're saying, "Okay, here's what I'll say next to prove my point or here's how I win this argument by saying this. What you're doing is you're tuning out the speaker or your partner within that moment and turning them off at the same time. The third thing you want to avoid in terms of communicating with your partner is filtering. So hearing only what you want to hear or my aunt used to always call this selective hearing. Don't be having that selective hearing, boy. I can still hear her saying it now. So don't be that person that hears what you want to hear and then pieces the story together the way you want to piece the story together. The fourth thing that you don't want to be in terms of communicating with your partner in order for them to be felt or heard is a daydreamer. So mid-conversation, this is the person that's off in their own little world. And then eventually they say something like, oh, could you repeat that or say that again? I didn't hear you. What that does to the person that's speaking in this situation is it shuts down their subconscious. And especially if you're someone like me, one of my pet peeves is having to repeat myself. So if your partner someone that ha- that does not like repeating themselves and you daydream mid-conversation, there's a pretty good chance that they won't feel heard. Number five is an identifier, right? So when I say the term identifier, that's someone who's always been in that same experience. So when your partner's communicating with you, it's, oh, okay, baby, I've been through that. Here's what I did in that situation, or here's how I handle that situation. You don't want to be that person because your your partner has their own individual experience that they're speaking of. And when you constantly identify in the conversation, it makes the conversation about you and not about your partner. The sixth thing that you do not want to be in terms of conversation with your partner is someone who derails the conversation. When I say derail the conversation, that's someone who changes subjects really quickly. 
The example that I use for someone who changes subjects really quickly is that person that you're having a deeper conversation with and they say the absolute randomest thing that you've heard. For example, this happened to me the other day. I was sharing something with a good friend of mine and they were like, oh, yeah, that's crazy. Let's go get something to eat. And I remember just sitting there like, uh, okay, that was not the response I was looking for. I guess we won't engage in these type of conversations anymore. And I just thought that that was funny because I was queuing up this show and queuing up content for this particular love nugget. And I went through that derailer experience. The seventh and final thing that you don't want to do when you're engaging in conversation with your partner is agree with them on everything or have what I call the yes man or woman syndrome. What that ha- what happens in this situation is you try to be nice. You try to give your lover or partner the nice sunny side of the world. In all actuality, conflict is inevitable, whether that's conflict with you or conflict with someone else. So in the situation in which you're being a placator and you're just being nice, you're really doing that person a disservice by allowing them to avoid conflict and avoid being held, being held accountable. So there you have it. The seven things that you do not want to do when you're engaging in conversation with your partner that will shut them down, that will probably cause you to have a little more trouble or friction within your relationship. And regardless of what anybody tells you, we all want to feel heard. We all want to feel validated. We all want to feel loved, especially from our partner. So keep these seven things in mind. If you find yourself doing one of these seven or all of the seven, be mindful of it. Practice, work on it. Again, our partner needs to be felt and not just heard. So that's our love nugget for today. The seven things you do not want to do when you're engaging in conversation with your partner. As always, you guys are more than welcome to hit us up at TQLP20 at gmail.com. Again, that email is TQLP20 at gmail.com with any of the questions that you guys have for our big episode on Wednesday. We've been receiving some really, really awesome questions. I appreciate it. And I'm happy to be able to help you guys from the bottom of my heart. I should say not just myself, my team and I are happy to be able to help you guys from the bottom of our heart. Do remember, as always, the quality of love and relationships that you have in your life will determine the quality of your life. Peace and love.